0: All right, welcome to the Technically Bored Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Roland. And uh, we have a very interesting podcast
1: today because you want... Do you know why, Roland? I didn't know it was going to be interesting, but <laughs> I'm, I'm Boy, done with it.
0: It's probably not interesting other than to me, but it's interesting because we just had an Apple event. And for me, that's like... Uh, let me see, how can I describe it to you? It's like if uh, Garfield Games had this event where they announced like five board games
1: whoa so are you excited now i'm excited let's let's talk
0: all right let's get started all right all right so we're gonna start off like we always do and talk about what we're going to be doing this week you want to start it off Roland?
1: Sure. Uh so I am working still on that review that I talked about last week. It's taking a while. It's uh it's a big production. That's not going to look like a big production. <laughs>
0: Are you adding more um you adding more puppets or what?
1: No, 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 no. We're sticking to one puppet. We've been working on that. It's just a lot, you know. It's like for 5 minutes worth of uh, video we have to shoot like 10 hours
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, i know how many car explosions are you gonna have
1: oh we're using green screens uh smoke bombs animatronics right animatronics you name it yeah Yeah. jj abrams uh (laughs) flaked out on us so we we had to make do
0: nice all right well i'm looking forward to it so when can we expect so this is going to be going out on friday the podcast when can we expect that video
1: i think it if you're listening to this now, I'm hoping it's up already on YouTube.
0: Well, let's just put this out there. If you're listening to this, thank you. I just want to say that before we continue. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Oh, and by the way, the uh, promotion in our in the fifth grade classroom is going fantastic.
0: Nice. Does she have a big classroom or is it a small classroom?
1: Um, It's a small classroom. Well, I don't know. It's maybe like 20 students. So, hey.
0: Man, what... Well, <laughs> What happened to these? I heard that these schools were overcrowded. There was 50 students. Why can't your daughter be in a school like that?
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to transfer her tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm sending both my kids to an overcrowded school so we can have more podcast listeners. That's what we need.
1: I agree. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so so what have you been working on this week?
0: Um. So Apple event was today, Tuesday, when we're recording this. So I'm going to be working on a video Talking about the Apple event, complaining about the things that I didn't like, and talking about the things that I loved.
1: Now, you sent me a couple of – well, no, you didn't send me, but you posted on uh, your stories a few things about the Apple event. And I purposely didn't look anything up because – not because I'm lazy. (laughs) Because you just didn't want to. (laughs) Because I wanted to ask you genuine questions today okay okay, whatever you're gonna we're gonna bring up so this is not rehearsed
0: all right nice so yeah so that 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 event was today i'm working on a video about that i finally put up my galaxy s21 ultra review if you haven't seen that check it out it took me a while it's not that good but just check it out
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i did see it i did see it and and i i think you're you're probably not surprised when i tell you that the camera is what really caught my eye on that phone
0: not surprised yeah it's it's an amazing amazing camera but there's a lot to it a lot of things might seem more gimmicky than actually useful but it's just fun to play with those features that it comes with would you actually use them on a daily day-to-day basis probably not
1: but well the 100 times zoom to spy on my neighbors
0: (laughs) oh exactly exactly that one that keeps making noise into your mic and ruining your footage you got to find out what's going on there
1: (laughs) Yeah, we definitely got to find out what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, I did see that review and whoever hasn't seen it should go see it. Uh, even if you're not thinking of getting the phone or I mean, even if you're not going to get the phone, it's still nice to know the all the tech that's in there. It's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Smartphone tech has come a long way and kind of got to this point where it's so good. Like if you're going to record video, you could almost just use your phone, right? If you're going to create content, your phone should be your first choice. Getting a camera is it's great, but it's not a huge it's not a huge leap from going from a smartphone camera, at least to these expensive flagship phones, to yeah. an actual camera anymore.
1: It, it it that's very true. You know, um, when you're creating content, let's say for Instagram, it's very hard to distinguish the difference between your your camera phone, especially if you have one of these, you know, nice camera phones, versus, you know, your DSLR. I, I mean, and even if you can I mean, you're not filming a motion picture. Yeah. So, and I'm saying this and I do the exact opposite, but. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and think about it too. Like if you're going to film something for Instagram, are you really going to pull out your camera, put in the SD card, film something for 30 seconds, take out the SD card, edit it as opposed to just having everything right there on your phone where you could just upload it right away.
1: You mean I've been doing it all wrong (laughs) this whole time? (laughs) No, I, and I I've, I've I've done both. I've done both and yeah, it's so much easier to just use your phone to do these short clips. So it's nice to have a phone like the one you reviewed and you know the iPhone 12's camera is great too.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get into Apple, don't worry. We'll get into <laughs> Apple.
1: So this Apple event, it was today. Now, was it uh, was it live or was it pre-recorded? Because honestly, I didn't see it.
0: It was pre-recorded. And, you know, even though I think we talked, was it last week we talked about how we, or was it the, I think it was the week before. We talked about how we wanted to get these live events back, right? Yes. But man, does Apple put on a good recording? The cinematography they have is just amazing. I don't know how, like there's shots of one of the Apple representatives talking on a boat and it's like completely still like tell me how that's possible how apple's able to get that but they do in it and how they were able to record audio in the bay of san francisco with no noise just a so, clear audio
1: now do you think they're using an, an iphone for that
0: they're probably using a samsung galaxy s21 ultra
1: <laughs> <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> i feel that sponsorship coming
0: <laughs> samsung they don't even care about us.
1: <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty impressive. Now I think I probably will go and watch it afterwards.
0: Yeah, I mean just for that alone, I I thought that was interesting. Um, a lot of drone shots, you know, really cool. Something that you don't get at the live events, right? Because you just have Tim Cook walking up on stage, and that's pretty much it.
1: Now you're saying then then the Apple event was like a like a BTS video.
0: I'm not too familiar with BTS. Oh come on, um, ask your daughter. I know, I know that uh, you're trying to uh, get more listeners at the fifth grade class, and you're probably trying to fit in there. But
1: uh... <laughs> oh, come on, man
0: you've heard you've, you've heard BTS, right? Did you promise them that you we're going to talk
1: about BTS? I did. On I, this pro- episode? I promised them. I promised them we'd have them on the show someday. <laughs> nice. Yeah, whatever works, right? I mean, they we could say
0: that they're on; they wouldn't even know. It's not like we have it video That's recording, true. right?
1: I could to say, all right, let's 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 hear them perform and just play something on Spotify.
0: We'll bring in five of our friends and just tell them to pretend that they're BTS. And
1: <laughs> there you go. Man, next week.
0: BTS, next week. <laughs>
1: so what were the highlights of this of, of the apple event what stood out for you
0: okay so there was a couple of things i mean there was a ton of things announced they called it the spring loaded event so it kind of a play on words it's springtime it was loaded and they did have a lot of things announced one the fir- one of the first things and this is kind of good for us maybe because we started a podcast it looks like apple's getting more serious with the podcast side of the business i guess because there's going to have be some type of podcast subscriptions uh, where you can pay for ad-free podcasts and get exclusive content and something that really Apple hadn't done before and that was more of Spotify's area but it looks like Apple's getting more into that. So it looks like podcasts are getting more and more popular and it's something that companies are going to be looking more into. So
1: I wish this podcast was getting more and more popular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it, hey, we're not we're, we're not saying eight anymore.
1: No. We're we're up to we're up to 9. Yeah. No, it's 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 going up. So one of the things that I saw on your story that caught my eye was this Apple AirTags. So I had my son look it up and I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think of that?
0: I thought it was I thought it was cool, but there are a lot of products out there Could I kind of do the same thing, but it's it's more of a hey, if you have Apple, you definitely want to go for this product over if you know, if you were looking for something similar, just go with the one from Apple.
1: What is an Apple AirTag?
0: They are kind of, they're these, ta- they're tags that you can put on pretty much anything. You can hook them onto anything and you can find them through the My...
1: Find My iPhone?
0: Find My iPhone app. It's kind of putting that Find My iPhone feature into pretty much anything.
1: Can you stick them on your kids?
0: You can actually.
1: Or on your on your spouse's car? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, you could, if you want to, you know, I've had ideas throughout my life that have never come to fruition. And I tell my wife about them all the time and she laughs at me, but this is one idea that I've had for theme parks. And I'm just mad at Apple that they came up with it, but well, they didn't come up with it. They didn't come up with it, but they're implementing it this week. But I always thought that a theme park should have these sort of things for, for rent as an option. When you go to a theme park, you have mm-hmm. a tag that you put on your kit on his wrist or something. And then if your kid gets lost, you can f- find my kid, right? Genius. Yeah. Yeah, is. I think so. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I should have patented a long time ago. Too, too late. Too late. <laughs> so what else stood out for you from the Apple event?
0: Yeah, the, the other thing was there was a new iMac, new design with the M1 chip inside. Did you see the design?
1: I did see the design and I'm a little torn on the design. What did you think of it?
0: I kind of like the I like the flat edges. You know, it looks like it's an iPad Pro on a stand. It does. But what I don't understand, and you tell me, it has a pretty huge chin on it. And I don't understand why Apple couldn't just make the device slightly thicker and just have the same amount of bezels all around the display.
1: So, I just saw the story that you put up. So you're showing the back and the side. I haven't seen the Oh, you yeah, haven't seen the front. I haven't seen the front.
0: Okay. I think it looks nice. I wish it came in black. They have like these very fancy, colorful colors. Not fancy, but bright, colorful colors. Not really my style.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's what's on the inside that counts.
0: That's what they tell me all the time.
1: <laughs> but now, speaking of what's on the inside, what really caught my eye was that uh, iPad
0: so yeah the iPad Pro with the M1 chip inside and I'm a huge fan of the M1 Max the M1 chip I have the M1 you haven't tried it yet right I have not so I have an M1 Mac mini and it's probably one of the best products I've bought in the last year or so it's really improved my productivity as far as content creation video editing creating intros all that it's so much better, so much faster on the M one Mac Mini. So I I when I first saw that they were gonna put it into an iPad, I thought, wow, that's that's gonna be amazing. The problem is it's running iPad OS. So it's like <laughs> it's like getting a, a car with a Ferrari engine inside, but the limit is only sixty five miles per hour. Like you can't go faster than that. I see. So you have all the power to actually use these applications like Final Cut, like these really intense 3D rendering applications, but they're not available on the iPad. So you're stuck using the video editing. Have you video edited on uh, LumaFusion on the iPad?
1: No, I've just limited to quick cuts on iMovie. I pretty much do all the editing on a PC.
0: Okay. So there was an application kind of push, or not really push, but alongside the m1 mac they showed the LumaFusion. fusion it's a video editing application probably the most popular one on the ipad uh, because it is pretty capable but it's not i wouldn't use it to replace final cut or premiere pro on on windows it's just it's not the same so once again it's, it comes down to the you know yeah it's awesome it perform. it's going to be really fast but are you really taking advantage of that performance not really
1: I feel like we're getting a preview of your video.
0: <laughs> I know it's like I, I'm ranting on already.
1: Well, I think you should. I think you should record it like tomorrow, so you can have this <laughs> fire underneath you.
0: I actually recorded it before this podcast, so. Oh, <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to say I recorded it before the Apple event.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Tim Cook. He called me up and told me everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, Tim, that's a letdown right there. <laughs> Did you see the display on it? Like the, the 12.9 inch iPad Pro has this, has, you know, Apple's pro XDR display that they sell. That's like $5,000. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the $1,000 stand.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's getting, I guess, like a 12.9 inch version of that for the iPad Pro. Wow. So it's going to be an amazing iPad display. It's going to have 1,600 nits of brightness. At least. I think that's what I read. So that's super bright. I mean, if you go outside, part of the reason why you want a bright display is because when you go outside, you when you're going outdoors in direct sunlight, you want something to compete with the sun. This is like going to put the sun to shame. Like the display is going to – like you're going to have your own sun in your hand.
1: <laughs> that sounds – that doesn't <laughs> sound bad. So, okay, so you got the tags. You got the iMac. You have the iPad. I saw there's a new color of iPhone. Yes, purple. Purple. I showed that to my wife and she loved it. She going to get it? <laughs> she does not love it that much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? My wife's my wife loves purple and I and I and she's like, "Why didn't you show that show me that earlier?" And I said cuz you know, I know you like purple, but are you going to trade your black iPhone for that? No? Then That's why I didn't show it to
1: you. Well, you know, one thing I don't understand really is why are there so many colors of iPhones? Of phones, period. When you slap on a case, you don't even know what color the phone is.
0: That is true. Have you seen anyone with (laughs) with a green iPhone? I've never seen anyone out in the wild with a green iPhone.
1: I've never seen anyone (laughs) with a green iPhone.
0: Who's buying these colors? Please tweet us, either Retethered or the Board Dad. To, if you have a purple or a green iPhone let us know we're we're, we're wondering if you actually exist
1: yeah and this question is if you got to be over 10 years old
0: okay yeah that's true if you have if you're under 10 years old with an iPhone tweet us anyways because that's pretty cool your parents are pretty cool
1: <laughs> if you're under 10 years old and you have a Twitter account your parents <laughs> yeah. are not doing the right thing <laughs> yeah,
0: with an iPhone and a Twitter account <laughs> listening to this podcast <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a problem.
0: Give us the n- number to your parents because we need to talk to them.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So that so how long was the Apple event? An hour. Okay. All right. So not they squeezed bad. a lot into an hour. So was that it then? The, the phones, the tags?
0: Yeah. I mean, for the most part, those were the main things. There was a new Apple TV, but that's eh, not too different. Mm. Yeah, that's that was pretty much it. The devices look cool they look interesting but they seem more like for a specific person yeah i don't see an actual person buying the ipad pro that's the thing a lot of people are going to buy the ipad pro that will probably never need an ipad pro
1: yeah i think that's the case with technology in general especially apple oh yeah yeah definitely you know they're going to sell tons of these
0: and they're calling that display on the 12.9 inch liquid retina xdr i think
1: that's what they called it and let me guess they said the greatest display we've ever made
0: yep and the sad part is the most of the people that buy that that ipad the 12.9 inch they're gonna have that amazing display to watch netflix on
1: (laughs) or our youtube channels
0: or our YouTube channel. So
1: what that what that does is it it makes us have to produce quality content on our DSLRs not our phones.
0: <laughs> oh man. For those 2% of people with iPad Pro 12.9 inch displays that are watching our YouTube channel.
1: You know what? I think 0.2% of people watch our YouTube channels, so <laughs> we're right in the average there. Let's move on
0: from the Apple event. Because I want to talk to you about something that we talked about last week because this is interesting to me. This doesn't really apply to tech, but one thing that we want to talk that I want to talk to you about is gamer versus collector. Yes. What's the difference? Why does one exist over the other? And should it be should it exist? Should you be a collector and not ever play those games? Tell me.
1: Oh, man, this is this is tough because I think I'm a little bit of both. And sometimes you lean one way and sometimes you lean the other. You know, that question makes me think of that SNL skit with the Star Wars action figures. Have you seen it?
0: I'm trying to. I think I have.
1: Yeah, look it up on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, it's it's this in a nutshell, the collector versus the gamer. I think collecting depends on your bank account
0: (laughs) (laughs) definitely
1: right uh, because i think a just a straight up gamer is more conscious about what they're spending uh, sometimes you don't get a game because it's just not in 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 the in the budget you know it's been a rough month or whatever and you say well i can't get it now i can't get it on release day i'll get it a month from now or i'll get it on black friday right mm-hmm. whereas a collector a collector doesn't really care how much it costs because it's an item that's missing from his collection. So, it's dangerous to be a collector. <laughs> <laughs> but you could always you could always sell it, right? If you need it, if you need No. To. No. A collector does not sell. <laughs> Ever. Well, I'm speaking of me, right? I look at my collection of board games and although there are they're not all winners, but they're like my babies. I I know it's <laughs> It's weird. I've never sold a game. I don't know if I would. Maybe, but that's kind of how I see it. If it's part of my collection, it's there forever.
0: Okay, so let me ask you. I'm looking at your screen right now. I'm looking at your video. You have a huge shelf full of games and we're probably only seeing a portion of it. That's not right. the full that's not the full shelf. Right. Have you played every single one of those games? No. So you are a collector. That's what you're saying. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> but I've played most of them. I've played most of them at least once, but no, if we're going down to 100% honesty or getting 100% technical, no, there are games on this shelf that I have not opened. There are that I have not played. There are games on this shelf that I have not opened as also. So yeah, I I am a collector. Some of these games in a series, right? Um or like we talked about last week, a certain designer or a certain publisher. Mm -hmm. And some of them are so good that you want to have every game from a certain designer. And if you get into the hobby a little late, some of these games are out of print. And so now the collector in you wants to hunt down these things. And I think that's part of being a collector is the thrill of finding that missing piece of your collection.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: The internet has made it a little bit easier. You can go on eBay. You can go on a bunch of other sites where you can you don't actually have to drive around town looking for this thing so it's made life for a collector a little easier but it's still expensive to be a collector i think
0: and you see it's it's hard for me i'm i feel like i'm more of on the gamer side of things and that's why i think when it comes to like gadgets like i buy something because I want to use it like I like that's what I want. Like I want to be able to actually use it on a day to day basis, see how good it is, see if it's going to, you know, make my life easier, you know, actually use it. I find it hard for me. Like I see people. I'm going to give you an example of collector. These people that have closets filled of shoes, right? Right. They never wear them. They're just sitting there. So for me, I'm the, if I bought a new pair of shoes, I like, I can't wait to put them on. And, but these collectors, they will never, they can, those shoes cannot touch asphalt, right? Yeah. That just for them, it ruins it.
1: Right. Yeah. For me in the board game world, I do open all the games. So I don't have games that are intentionally left sealed the only ones that are still sealed that's because i haven't gotten around to playing them but i do take really good care of them i'll try to sleeve all my cards i know that's a controversial subject in the uh in the world of board games some people like sleeving some people don't but i do take care of them sometimes i don't i even leave the shrink wrap on the cover of the box just to protect it so i think that's the collector in me the gamer in me does play the games now the problem with having a a big collection is takes a long time to come back around (laughs) right and and play the same game again especially if you have your favorites you know like we have our favorite children right do do you have a favorite child uh do you you know it's funny and i'm gonna go off topic here for a second but that that topic came up recently with a few people and a few parents and one of the parents said i don't have a favorite child they're all the same to me and I asked, have you asked your kids if they feel you have a favorite child? I left them speechless. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times the parents might think they don't have a favorite child, but that's not how we feel. But anyway, that's a different podcast.
0: <laughs> now, you sound like you're not the favorite child, Roland. Is that what you're telling me?
1: <sighs> you know, therapy might cure me someday. <laughs> Roland, they-
0: you're, <laughs> you're crying. No one can see this, but you're, cry- you're tearing up. Roland,
1: are Again, you okay? i I think board games board games have become a a, a way out for me
0: okay rolling rolling grab some dice roll them roll them (laughs) i can't the only dice
1: i have is in an unopened box oh man but i think it's interesting i think it's interesting because okay so my kids think i'm weird that there are some boxes I don't open, not board games, but other things, action figures. You might have, you know, some, Mm -hmm. some neat collector's item that comes out and you just don't open them. So in in that respect, I still have like Hot Wheels that I haven't opened because there were some collector thing from years ago and, and they're just sitting there. So I think being a collector has its place. It's expensive to be a collector, but it's fun, right? If you're, if you have that mindset, it is fun to just put stuff on a shelf and look at it. Uh, yeah. but, but if you're a gamer, you don't understand the collector side. I think the collector understands the gamer, but the gamer doesn't understand the collector.
0: Well, I think the reason for that is because you start as a gamer. Yes. Everyone starts that way. And then it gets to a point where maybe you have, you know, some income to use up. So maybe you get a game that you've always wanted to get and you want to keep it safe, and that's the collector starts to come out, right? Little by little. We all start as gamers because maybe our income doesn't allow us to be a collector. And I think that's why as the older you get, you become a collector later down in your life than earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because my son, for example, he likes collecting Amiibos, right? The Nintendo Amiibos. Uh And every time they release a new Amiibo... He, he wants one. He wants it for his collection. But that depends on me, right? That depends on me if, if I buy it for him or not. Mm-hmm. But then as we get older, right, we start getting a job. We start making our own money, like you said. And now the collector and us can roam free. <laughs> and, and, and that could be dangerous because I think once you go down that rabbit hole, you end up with shelves like what you're seeing here in my video. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's when you start, you know, start looking for a place to live, uh, based on <laughs> if it has room for your collection. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a fun, it's a fun thing, but it, you gotta, you gotta grab a hold of it, or it's gonna take hold of you.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, it, you know, you think back at you know comic books, for example. Some people have comic books that they've never read; it's just sealed. Yeah, and they know that if they opened it, the value goes down
1: yeah i think we should ask the 10 year olds in our audience to go through their parents comic books unopened comic books right and if they find an action comics number one very specific okay action comics number one just tweet us email us and um your parents probably don't want it we'll take it off their hands
0: send it to sydney (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) yes give it to give it it to your classmate and she'll she'll handle the rest
0: she'll handle the rest she'll she'll dispose of it for you
1: Yes. yeah, It's a a horrible (laughs) cop.
0: But, you know, hey, let me ask you something. Have you ever thought back of your childhood and wished that you had kept some of the toys that you had?
1: Oh, man. All the time. (laughs) All the time.
0: Maybe that's the collector in us coming out. Not because I want to play with it, but I'm like, man, I wish I could just have it on a shelf or keep it somewhere safe. And, man, you know, how much value would have because that toy from long ago you know you don't for see it sure. anymore
1: for sure that happens to me with gaming consoles you know uh, I wish yeah. I still I st- I wish I still had my NES I wish I still had my Nintendo 64 I think the oldest console I still have because I kept on purpose was the PS2 hmm. uh, but the other stuff I mean I remember my mom giving away my Nintendo 64
0: oh um, man you were not the favorite
1: <laughs> well not <laughs> Not when it came out. Not when it came out. I mean, <laughs> this was this was probably uh, close to when I was about to get married and move out. And everything was in the garage. And I hadn't touched it for years. And so she gave it to some kid. Uh, you know, I, I was about to get married. I wasn't thinking about Nintendo 64. Same thing happened to me. Same thing. But now, tw- 20 years later... All I want is my Nintendo 64.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, when we got when we got married, I moved out and I left all my stuff. Like uh, my parents said, "Oh, so what about you know the stuff in your room? You could do with it, what you want." <laughs> and now I think back, why did I do that? Yeah. Ten years down the line, now I'm married and I'm like, I wish I'd have kept that that chest full of toys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we gotta go out and buy a new chest full of toys. But yeah.
0: And I think you just made me realize that maybe there is a collector in me because I still have in a basket on my up in my closet my original NES.
1: No way.
0: And I still – I don't play it anymore, but I, I don't want to get rid of it. Does it work? The last time I tried it, which has been years, I don't have the cables anymore to try it, but it's sitting there.
1: Oh, wow. Do you have games? Yeah. You know, I went to a a, a local game shop. I go to a um, board game shop uh, in L.A., And they sell used consoles, and and they have NES games and all that. They had a uh, Flintstones NES game. You know how much it was selling for? How much? $800. Wow. Yeah.
0: And and those collectors will not sell it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right.
0: And that's why it's so much money. Really, that's why.
1: Yeah. Wow, I can't believe you still have your NES. I'm sure you could get the cables on eBay or something. Okay, 10 year olds. We have another task. Here. <laughs> they don't even know what NES
0: is. <laughs> they don't even know what. You said Nintendo 64, and they're like, what? <laughs> what? Was it released in 1964?
1: <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably. That's sad. I know. That's sad.
0: We just got. This is such a depressing podcast. <laughs>
1: We've cried. <laughs> Favorite children. Sadness it's, over age. I'm just, I don't know. I'm scarred. So going back to the collector versus gamer, uh, you're right. I think everybody's a little bit of both, you know, it's like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It just uh, depends on what you lean more towards.
0: I heard that game is, is really expensive too.
1: (laughs) Probably for NES. Was there a game like that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, there is. I heard that's a really, it's, it's, I heard it's a really bad, like really not bad in the sense that it's actually like a horrible game.
1: Not fun to play. Like E.T. for the Atari. Yes.
0: You know, E.T. E. is really, like, you can't find it, and it's expensive. Like,
1: Well, there's a punch in a landfill somewhere. Did you you want to go? That? <laughs> we should go. <laughs> Did you see that documentary? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we could find it, we it's like finding gold.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't sell it. The collector and me would keep it.
0: We might find your Nintendo 64 there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or some cables, at least. <laughs>
0: You're right. We all have a little bit of... I think a lot of it has to do with nostalgia, too.
1: Yes. Like, nostalgia right, is huge.
0: Yeah. I mean, you just think back at the things that you wish you would have kept, and you end up, okay, so I don't have... Like, right now, I, I, I've I actually personally thought about buying a Nintendo 64 on eBay. Not to actually play it. I, I, I would play it, but I don't think I would play it to the point where it's, like, something that I, I'm buying to actually play every day. It's to collect. It's to collect. Right.
1: it. Th- that's why the NES Mini and the SNES Mini were sold out, you know, for months because of the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, once once I actually got one and I plugged it in, at first it was so cool, right? You turn it on and you remember all these games, but you don't actually sit there and <laughs> play these games. <laughs> I know, right? You, you've got a PS5 sitting there, right? Or a Xbox. What is it now? Xbox, what? Series X? X? Yeah. And and you're gonna play your NES yeah, mini. Like, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the collector. That's the that that's yes. you know what? That is the perfect picture. And and I might even take one. Is the the NES mini next to the PS5 collector versus gamer?
0: Yeah, that's true. And you know what the funny part is? Um, you get you, you get that SNES mini. I I got the SNES mini. And I brought it home and I'm like, kids, come check this out. <laughs> and they were bored in like two minutes. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I just gonna go play Roblox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's it in a nutshell right there.
0: Yeah. Hey, so you told me you're you're a collector, but I wanna know one thing. Uh oh. If I had if I told you Roland, you had to get rid of five of those games that you have. Five. You had to get fit, rid of five of your kids. Which five games
1: would it be? Okay, is the kids an analogy, or are we really talking kids? <laughs> Do you have more
0: than five kids? Whoa.
1: <laughs> not that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, okay, so five games in my collection I would let go of if I had to. You had to. Okay. All right. One. And they,
0: c- and they can't be – Now you know, I'm not going to even say their name.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, come on. Okay, my first game that I would have no problem getting rid of is and if you've listened to this podcast for don't the past say three it. weeks i'm gonna say it man don't say I'm it. i'm gonna say it monopoly
0: <laughs> oh man i said it
1: i said oh, it feels good i
0: thought we you know it's what are we at 40 minute 40 and i thought we were gonna get through it i thought we were gonna get
1: through this podcast sorry man i had to i had to say that i had to say that no okay but your question is real games
0: Yes, not, you know, I know you have a closet of games you have there, like uh, Pictionary. Like, I'm not talking about those. You don't, you you could, you would throw those out in a heartbeat, right? Yes. Well, yeah. okay, maybe. Those are the games that, you know, your uncle and your aunt come over and you pull those games out.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the, the actual, like, board games, board games. Okay. So, one game... I would have no problem letting go of. is called Black Fleet. Uh, it's a game about you're you're like you're pirates. You have these little ships, and you go around and you pick up cubes and you deliver them. And the minimum player count is three, so it's like three to six players. So right off the bat, I don't know why I bought a three-player game. I usually, <laughs> <laughs> I usually am playing two players with my daughter, and and you know sometimes three, and my son feels like it. I'm not too fond of that game.
0: We know who your favorite is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoops! Oops. You know the good thing is he doesn't listen to us at all. In fact, when so I you de- when so I we definitely
0: the- know who your favorite is.
1: <laughs> when I play the podcast, he he he's just flies out of the room.
0: Now I know who which of your kids is my
1: favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, second game I would have no problem getting rid of is called Control. It's uh, Ctrl. Um, that's how it's well. It's a relatively newer game, but it's um, it's it's like these little blocks, and you're forming almost like a Rubik's cube type of thing. It's okay. You score points based on lines of colors, similar colors that you make as you as you put these cubes together. It's not a bad game, but it's you know at the bottom end of my of my collection. When I got it, I played it quite a few times, but I haven't touched it since. So that's number two. Number three is actually a really a pretty good game but i have a hard time getting it out on the table it's called merchants and marauders this one is another pirate game and it's miles better than black fleet but it's so good that i have a hard time getting people to play it with me <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow that's a that's a weird problem to have
1: so the rules are a little complex oh, okay. uh, even for me like if i if i don't play it i haven't played it in forever so i'd have to relearn it it's just kind of hard to grasp. At least that's my point of view. And it's it's nice and everything. I like the box art, you know, but again, we go back to collector versus gamer. So the collector in me wants to hang it up on a wall. The gamer in me probably doesn't want to play it that often. The fourth game is another game that's highly regarded, but I rarely play it. It's called Arboretum. It's a card game, a small card game. A lot of people love it. I don't have a problem with it. But it's not my favorite. I got it because it was uh, again a lot of people like it, so it's high up there. It just didn't work for me. I still kept it. The box is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's about trees. You know, all the cards have different types of trees on them. It's a very pretty game, uh, but I don't play it all that often. So that's
0: that's surprising because you would you would hear a, a game about trees and that would just like make anyone excited, no?
1: Maybe like I trees have, maybe I should have taken it to my deserted island last week. It just played it forever.
0: I mean, you go outside to just look at trees, don't
1: you? like a game about trees? Look man, we don't want to lose our audience that, that likes Arboretum. Mad respect to trees and tree card games. But I do have to make a choice here and, and I have to draw the line somewhere. Oh man. And, and the last game I'd get rid of, I actually bought at Target Uh uh-oh yeah it was right next to monopoly (laughs) see now i wasn't going to say that Uh, don't tell me
0: don't tell me let me guess it Uh, right next to monopoly that has to be the game of life
1: (laughs) no no the other side (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah the the other side of hell no it's a game called it's a pretty long name it's called apollo a game inspired by nasa moon missions this game is actually one of the better ones at Target. None of these games are necessarily horrible. They're just games that, for me, in my collection, I wouldn't have a problem getting rid of them. I'm not going to get rid of them. But if I had to, those would be the five that I would get rid of.
0: Okay. Now, I haven't played any of these games. I, I immediately will tell you I am a amateur board game player at best. Um, I am not a huge collector. So what I heard was there was a pirate game. Two pirate ga- game, two pirate games. One was one was a better pirate game than the other. A game that is kind of like building a Rubik's cube, a game about trees and a game about space. That's now, right. three three of those five sound pretty interesting. The other two, the Rubik's cube one and the tree one, I understand. But uh that that's what I got from your top 5 list of games you would want to get rid of.
1: Maybe if we mashed them together and made one giant game about <laughs> oh, okay, get this. All right, you get a chance to do it too, but I'm just gonna go with what's on top, on top of my head right now. If we made a game about pirates uh, exploring the seas in a ship the shape of a cube, chopping mm-hmm. down trees, ooh, in space, in space. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. We have a winner.
0: Hey. This is a good one for next week. If you could choose, if you could make the perfect board game. Yes. How would you, what would, what would it be? What would, Ooh. what would you take from the other games to create this one Frankenstein board game that was perfect?
1: You know what? We should. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you have an idea, email us or come knock on our doors. <laughs> just, <laughs> just let us know you're listening, but but let us, let us know. You know what? We should, I, I'm going to tweet that question out. That's a great yeah. question. Yeah do it and, or no um, I'll, or i'll go on reddit reddit seems to be the, the place and
0: if you um are listening you just let your teacher know fifth grade teacher know and she can let sydney know your responses and um yeah we can get it in for next
1: 10 year old ideas are <laughs> that that's gonna Ooh, make a good game yeah
0: that's gonna be interesting what was the uh boy band name again bts it's gonna be the bts board game
1: and don't forget, BTS, next week. <laughs> next week, BTS. <laughs> Can we get sued for that? <laughs>
0: it really stands for board games, technology, and other stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> board game, technology, stuff. <laughs> BTS. <laughs> next week.
0: <laughs> All right, before we finish, I just want to ask you something. Because you are very nice to your board games. You're Even the board games you don't like... You say, Oh, I, I you know, I didn't like it, but I, I it was fun. I wanna know, is there a board game that you bought that you just you wish you never bought it, you want to return it, it was just worthless to you. Has that ever happened to you?
1: I don't think it would go to that extreme because I do research the games I buy.
0: Okay. Have you yeah. ever played a game like that? Maybe not bought it, but played it. Oh
1: man. I'm sure I have. Of course, I think everyone has. Can I can I think of it right off the top of my head? No, because all the love I feel for these games <laughs> floats to the top. <laughs> um, but I will think about that question for next week, and I'll have an answer for you right at the top of the show.
0: Okay, sounds good. Okay, I look forward to it. And uh, that is going to wrap up our podcast for this week, the Technically Bored Podcast Episode 4. It was a lot of fun, a lot of excitement, uh, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, so follow us out there, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I'm going to leave all the social media accounts in the show notes. So once again, thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, well, everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. And we'll s- talk to you next week.
0: And remember, kids, stay in school. Do your homework. Look
1: for those comics.
0: <laughs> See ya.
1: Bye.